0: hurry up and run inside lock those doors and turn on the lights it's finally time for the forever is halloween podcast
1: on the forever bogus
0: Halloween podcast Halloween Franks hello there ghost and ghouls thanks for tuning in to this episode of the forever Bogus Halloween podcast and it's me your ghoulish host that knows the most b-boy spooky Bryce. joined here as always, I wish you were in person, my best friend.
1: I'm the other guy that does this, too. Oh. Uh, that's me.
0: Oh, you're, you're wearing the same costume and everything.
1: Other guy, yeah. That's me, guys. <laughs> hey, what's up? It's me, Jamie. Thanks for tuning in to the Forever <laughs> Bogus Halloween Podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about Pranks. Halloween pranks from movies and TV shows.
0: Exactly, and more specifically like the 90s movies and 90s uh, TV sitcom Halloween specials because I feel like the Halloween prank, like the art of Halloween pranks is just lost. Yeah. It's, it's very interesting because it used to be so prevalent I know. back in the day.
1: it's like I wake up every day and I go, I wanna give somebody tetanus today, that'd be a great halloween prank
0: (laughs) i want to give somebody a heart attack just walk by them
1: and just give them a small little cut with a rusty razor that they wouldn't know about that's a spooky halloween prank
0: (laughs) right (laughs) pushing someone
1: down the stairs that's a spooky halloween prank now
0: did you ever actually put on a halloween prank back in the day
1: i uh was not much of a prankster but when i did it i tried to make it count might have mentioned it on the podcast before when i uh I covered myself in white chalk.
0: Oh yes, yeah, yeah. In front I, of I, all your your mother's friends. Yeah, and, and stuff. I tried to convince yeah. her that I was
1: I was terminally ill. Um...
0: <laughs> See, I would put on a Halloween prank ever so often when I felt it was appropriate. And I think the the biggest one was like you know dressing up in a full body suit of of some some something that's kind of horrifying and wait for trick or treaters and then pop out and scare them. That's probably my extent of a good Halloween
1: prank. I uh. Yeah, I mean, you know what's funny? When you were trick-or-treating as a kid, when you saw the houses that you heard like, "Oh, they have people that pop out and scare you." Did you kind of dread it a little bit?
0: Yes. Yeah. Or I would avoid them altogether.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, I th- I was that way too to to be honest with you. Uh, and I do that now. And it's like I'm I'm thinking about it, I'm kind of like, <laughs> "Man, that's I do this thing that I kind of hated as a kid." Like I remember being a kid in a stone cold Steve Austin costume like, "Just give me candy." You don't yeah. have to scare me. It's fine. Stop. I don't need to be scared.
0: Even though you're supposed to look tough because you're Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> I have a
1: Stone Cold Steven mask that's like just too big for my head. So I look like a bobblehead, and I have, <laughs> I have his black vest that's and that's jorts amazing. on. Just skinny ass like fourth grader with a gigantic mask over his head.
0: Well, speaking of Halloween pranks, I think the person who did it best and who is also the queen of Halloween is Roseanne.
1: Yeah, Roseanne, hey! <laughs> what Horrible voice.
0: That's not even close to Roseanne. This is me, Roseanne. I would say your impressions uh, have been pretty spot on this season, but yeah. what the hell, Jamie?
1: <laughs> Hi, I'm Roseanne. <laughs> Dan, take out the garbage.
0: You may like beg a differ uh, that she is the queen of Halloween, but you can't deny that her Halloween specials are definitely a staples of the season.
1: They look like your Halloweens. If you grew up in the 90s, they look like your Halloweens.
0: Yes, seriously. You know, even,
1: as, even down to like the way she decorates the house because I always kind of admired Roseanne's show because it depicted, you know, lower middle class folk instead of like – Whatever the fuck was going on in in uh, Full House and shit, right? Right. A failed musician and a failed comedian with like ninety kids living in this house. <laughs> How can just, they afford? That? With just that one guy. <laughs> I guess he was making the big bucks. I don't know. They must have been paying him well on, uh, to, to to pretend he was the person falling down in uh, America's Funniest Home Videos. Like, All right. oh, it's me. Oh, look, I just <laughs> fell down. Boing, boing, boing. Uh-oh, I better not fall down again. Uh, so in
0: Roseanne, uh, of course, they had like six or seven Halloween specials. And the whole family got into the, the pranks. And they pulled some pretty amazing and quite hilarious pranks against one another. But um, I think my all-time favorite comes from the episode Boo. Is that the prank war? Pretty much. So as you may recall, Roseanne and Dan are battling to become the master of Halloween
1: pranks. Oh, yeah. And then Dan is like unfazed by the shit that Roseanne's pulling, right? So
0: like Roseanne puts her hand in a toaster and acts like she's getting electrocuted. But hey,
1: dumbass. That makes your fucking electricity flicker in the house. Yeah. He's gonna Dan, that I, shit. Th- did they ever talk about what Dan's job is? He's always wearing flannels. He definitely knows about electricity. He's he's in the construction. Yeah, so it's like that this house is not electrocuting her. Exactly. And she's he like, oh Dan, I'm getting electrocuted. Help me, Dan. Dan. <laughs> as imagine if one day Roseanne, like, oh, that's what they should have fucking done, bro. What? When she got cancelled. Off of the con, and they turned it into the Connors, you know, Uh because she—I won't repeat what she said, but uh, you guys look it up. It's (laughs) colorful. They should have just not said anything, and either had her replaced by Louis Anderson in a wig, dressed as (laughs) doing, you know? Oh my God! Or, or even better, uh, uh, Gilbert Godfrey dressed in drag. Oh God! How would he sound? As I'm just thinking of. Dan, <laughs> it's Halloween time, and we don't have any money. We're broke. We're so
0: poor. Could you imagine very scrawny old Gilbert Godfrey in drag? That would be amazing. Oh, my
1: God, Mom, what happened to you? You look like Gilbert Godfrey. I'm terminally ill, as it turns <laughs> out. He won't even have to act, because I think he is termini- terminally
0: ill, which is not funny. I love you. Remember how I was big and fat,
1: Roseanne, and now I look skinny? <laughs> it's because I'm terminally ill. I'm still Roseanne.
0: <laughs> so, uh, as you may recall from the episode, Roseanne is, like, losing every single Halloween prank that she's trying to pull on on Dan. But that's until they open up the house to their ha- haunted house of horrors. And uh, on Halloween night, Dan is expecting, like, a phone call from this guy named Jeff, who's going to go over the plans of this potential uh, construction job. It's always a guy named Jeff. And and like out of nowhere, Jeff shows up as like for like a surprise visit, which I don't fully understand. And I don't fully understand why uh, Jeff shows up and he's like, Hey, I see that you're busy. I'll come back later. No, he's just, he's like, Hey, I'm here. Let's talk about this. And uh, Roseanne gets Jeff to kind of play along with the Halloween prank. And, (laughs) <laughs> pretty much Jeff is led through th- their haunted house which has like uh Jackie's decapitated head on the on the dinner table uh there's like a disembodied hand that grabs Jeff by the tie and pulls him towards like this green vat uh, of, of slime and right. stuff, and
1: they're making it look like to Dan that he's not in on this, and he's like, "No, you're ruining my tie. This is a fifty dollars. It's a tie. fifty dollar tie. Uh, yes." And so Dan's like, "Roseanne, what the hell are you doing?" It's it's the closest he's ever been to hitting that pitch, you know. <laughs> yes. Uh, but
0: anyway, Jeff finally breaks character, and Dan finds out that it's all a joke. And I think Dan thought it was actually pretty good, a pretty good prank. Uh, but he follows that up with uh, one of my favorite moments in the entire series is when the power goes out in the house and you hear a chainsaw like turn on. Roseanne's kind of freaking out because she's by herself and the back door opens and reveals like this spotlight and it's it's it looks like a fat Jason yeah. with like the Jason mask but with like a chainsaw and it is rad. Like the atmosphere and the visual effect is fantastic. yeah.
1: Oh, I wonder who that gigantic fat guy is. Oh my. Oh Gilbert no. Godfrey. I have no idea who that it's is. It's
0: actually Louie Anderson. Yeah.
1: Hey, it's me, Louie Anderson. I also play the husband now. The show is different. It would be amazing. We got different actors now. Uh, I've talked about this movie before on this podcast. I've talked about it a lot because I think it was like around in my most formative years, uh, when I was getting into the Halloween season, man. And that's Casper from 1995. I can't fucking stop bringing this movie up, you know? Oh yes. But I, I actually like for a movie that you kind of equate with a lot of the ABC family movies and some of them are, are cheesy and hard to revisit. I I will go to bat for this movie. Mm, Um, Me too. we have Dan Aykroyd, hmm And the full yes. Ghostbuster get up Yeah. In a mustache. It says "stands" on his thing. It's a literal Ghostbusters thing. It's not like, oh, it's implied Ghostbusters. He's actually playing his character. Ray Stance. It says it on his name tag. They fucking yes. did it. They got you know, now we're talking he's coming back and people are are crying. There there's these, there's fat nerds online. <laughs> like you me
0: crying,
1: crying <laughs> filming themselves for YouTube just crying to the video that when it reveals that Dan Aykroyd is going to appear in the new Ghostbusters movie where were you crying in 1995 boy right were you exactly. crying then where well, you were crying because people were giving you wedgies and swirlies back then that's why you were <laughs> crying then but anyway Casper 95 also uh, Rodney Dangerfield fucking shows up in this movie mm-hmm. uh, as a ghost <laughs> as a ghost so I'll, I'll I'll go to bat for Casper 1995 any day but we're talking about Halloween pranks, so I want to talk about the, uh, really the main, I guess there's several antagonists in this film, but one of the antagonists is Amber Whitmire, who is a cat's mm-hmm. classmate, the little, little bitch. She um, really
0: is. She does this <laughs> That's crazy, not even putting that lightly.
1: <laughs> she does this crazy move with her hand that, like, whenever it's on TV, I pointed out to my wife, we both do it on the, as she's doing it, when, you know, um, Cat shows up, and she introduces herself to the class, and the whole time, this fucking Amber Whitmire's going, like, she's going, uh, hi, my name's Cat, and, and Amber goes, meow, shut the fuck up! <laughs> oh shut the
0: fuck up! Hey, but that's pretty good acting. When when somebody makes you hate them that much, that's pretty good acting.
1: Yeah. Um, you know, and the whole time she's making comments about about Cat while she's trying to talk. She's just being an asshole. Yes. And then, um, the kid in the back of the class without talking to cat about it first goes yo teach i just thought of something really funky and fly <laughs> this wacky ass new girl lives in a spooky ass mansion in town and we don't have a place to host our halloween party and meanwhile i'm thinking cat's probably going I didn't Are you inviting yourself Wait, to throw a, yeah. a party in my house? You and fucking why are you moron? talking to the teacher about this? And why are you <laughs> why are you rapping to the teacher? Yo, teach. Right. We got a real spooky building for a Halloween party. Um, <laughs> Amber is is pissed because Amber wanted to have it at her parents' boathouse. And she does this thing with her hand. She goes, All right, we'll take a vote. Who wants to have it at my house? And she flicks her wrists around like In a really weird you know, 720 degree. I don't fucking know. Right. Uh, it's amazing. <laughs> and everybody wants to do it at Whipstaff Manor, which is where Kat lives because it's spooky and they think that would make a great. Halloween party. Amber Whitmire, by the way, is played by a young actress named Jessica Wesson, um, who we see in Home Improvement as Jennifer Sardarsky. Oh, yeah.
0: I totally forgot about that.
1: Yes. She's in it quite a bit. She's in about seven episodes. She plays a girlfriend of, of one of the, the brothers. I forget which one. Yep. And uh, she's also in a few episodes of Boy Meets World. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so this Amber bitch is, is uh, really pissed off. And she wants to prank Kat with her boyfriend, Vic. And it, it it's a little rude because I hate I hate this thing when um, you see it in movies, when the bully's boyfriend fake asks out the nerdy girl to embarrass yes. her. You know what I mean? I always so hate down. that. Um, I always feel like that deserves a real life Stone Cold Steve Austin ass whooping. <laughs> so they do a prank anyway where... She wants to be a really tall ghost and scare Cat, but she she's not. She doesn't do it well. And also, Cat lives with ghosts. Um, she clotheslines herself. She gets dragged. Thing yes. goes ass backwards, and she winds up embarrassing herself in front of everybody. I like the karma in my pranks. Sometimes I love to see the pranker getting his or hers or theirs uh, as soon as they're done. I love yeah, it. I love instant it.
0: Instant karma is fantastic. Instant karma comes. is the best.
1: And it happens here in Casper in 1995 uh, with this jerk-off uh, Amber Whitmire character. Real piece of shit. Real piece of work.
0: Yeah. It's it's kind of funny, though, because she plays pretty much the same character in the Home Improvement Halloween special, The Haunting of Taylor Home, because her name, her character's name in this is Amber as well.
1: Yeah, there. it was, it was weird because she was... When you look at her name, her real name and then the- her character's names on those two shows, you've got Jessica Wesson, Jennifer Sardusky, Wendy Jansen. like they're they they're kind of like you could confuse them all really easily and and place them in the wrong place. I don't know.
0: Yes, very easily. So if Roseanne is the queen of Halloween pranks, then Tim the Toolman Taylor is the king of Halloween pranks. Yeah, and I'm sure that you know that Home Improvement has had many Halloween specials during the course of their seven or eight um season run in every episode tim finds a way to rig up like a scary gag to scare al during the the filming of tool time or even like put a severed head in the microwave to scare jill but uh every episode had some great halloween pranks but my favorite one comes from the haunting of taylor home
1: yeah i i think um you are right about the pranks so they don't it doesn't seem so prevalent anymore and uh you could see Tim the Tool Man being like, "Ow!" Uh, you know, you can see him saying that. <laughs> yes, you can really yes, picture him saying that. You
0: really can. If uh, you stop and just be silent for a moment, if you just stop and think about it. Uh... <laughs> 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 well, as you may recall, the episode begins like every other Halloween special with Tim terrifying Al during the filming of Tool Time. And uh, soon we find out that Brad, which is the oldest son, is having a Halloween party at the Taylor's house. And Tim, being Tim, uh, took it upon himself to build the catacombs of horror in the Mm, basement of the
1: Taylor's home. This is pretty wicked, but you know what else is wicked? Has anybody ever done a bit about Wilson uh, like doing a glory hole with the fence? No, but I think
0: that you should do that for a T-shirt.
1: Like, yeah, I know. It's kind of a good T-shirt, right? Like, it, you, that, you, I would wear that. You can imagine like his penis hanging out he's in the like, middle of the he's fence. He's
0: like, hello there, neighbor. Hey there, neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> well, Brad is feeling like a total idiot because he agreed to do a couple's costume with his girlfriend, Amber. And the party begins and Amber shows up with none other than... Sean from Boy Meets World.
1: He's so cool. Sean is amazing. We've talked about this before, uh, to some degree. It's is he supposed to be his character from Boy Meets World or is he somebody else?
0: I don't know. I, I kind of feel like he is, but he in in this instance, he feels more of like the bad boy, like the bad guy. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Like he's
0: he's intentionally trying to be a douchebag towards towards Brad. Uh, which um you soon find out that Tim witnesses it everything that that he did. To, to Brad.
1: Don't you love the idea of a connected universe with Home Improvement and Boy Meets World? Oh, I love that. Isn't that, isn't that really ex- kind of an exciting prospect?
0: Yes. That's what I love about fan theories. Like, this is definitely possible.
1: Because Big Van Vader, rest in peace, was on Boy Meets World, which if, if they were the same world, that means Big Van Vader could show up anytime. Uh, yeah, same and, thing
0: with Mankind and The yeah. Rock.
1: Well, something to think about, boys. Two dead shows. <laughs> Get to work.
0: That's right. Yeah, But... We soon find out that Amber is definitely not dressed up as Raggedy Ann, which uh, Brad dressed up as Raggedy Andy. So Brad is just like totally upset. And Sean's being a total D-bag. And like I said, Tim witnesses all of this go down. So we soon find that the party is down in the catacombs of horror. And Tim is dressed up in like this really old woman looking outfit. Like he's in drag, like a, a corpse drag. Yeah. And they call himself Nana Stein. And he looks... It's pretty amazing. He puts on a really good show.
1: Tim, it's me, Mr. Feeney. We have just uh, come to the conclusion that there's our connected universe. So it's me, Mr. Feeney. Um, I just wanted to tell you that uh, your neighbor's hanging his penis through the fence.
0: (laughs) Hey there, neighbor. I am Mr. (laughs) Feeney. So Nanny has uh, been on a good show until Sean calls him out saying that he like looks stupid and this whole catacombs of horror is dumb and that tool, tool Time is just a stupid show. And so Sean is directed to come to the bottom of the stairs where there's like this lone toolbox and Sean pulls it open, which reveals like this bucket, like this upside down bucket. And he pulls the bucket to reveal the decapitated head of Al.
1: Hell and yeah.
0: Al, like, turns at Sean, opens up his mouth to reveal these fangs and, like, hisses at him. Yeah. And Sean, gets he gets scared. So he tries to run away, but he's stopped by Al's dec- uh, remaining body Al- as Al is, like, yelling, My body! My body! And at this point, Mr. Wilson comes out of nowhere, which he's dressed up as a mummy, and grabs Sean as... Mr. Wilson's like starting to levitate midair and like Sean is like Scooby doing it, like trying to run away, but he's like not going anywhere, but he finally breaks free and like screams past all the people on the stairs where I assume he runs home and his dad beats him.
1: Yeah. It's sad. Definitely beats the shit out of him. Yeah. No way around that. You know, no. that's the biggest Halloween prank of all, to be honest with yeah, you. Yeah.
0: yeah, It's very yeah. unfortunate, but yeah,
1: sometimes it's gotta happen. Um, but you know what else has got to happen sometimes Made for TV movies.
0: Oh, gosh. Sometimes they're good and sometimes they're bad. They're turkeys. I mean,
1: I've been talking about wanting to do a whole episode on this particular one for a while. Um, What's that? And it is The Hollow from 2004.
0: Oh, yes. Absolutely. I
1: love this one. I'm kind of just bringing up this prank as an excuse to bring up The Hollow. (laughs) <laughs> of course, uh, to be which honest is okay, because isn't this like you? You're in your wife's like favorite Halloween
0: film, or at least like your
1: go-to film. It is our. Uh, it's it's we. It, you know it's bad. It's so bad. It's good because so it's like not fully guilty pleasure because we are kind of laughing at it, but we do watch it a lot and we quote it a lot too. <laughs> it's easily quotable. There's a few things in, in this that we quote to each other. Uh, but uh, Nick Carter is in this movie. And he yes. plays the bully. Backstreet Boys fan. Backstreet Boys. Yeah. So yes. Nick Carter of Backstreet Boys fame. I just sort of said it like everybody would know. I, I <laughs> all the all the girls in the nineties, like my cousins and stuff, were Backstreet Boys girls. So like I didn't know any in sync girls. And then when I started meeting them. It's kind of like that. It felt like the off-brand because all I knew was the Backstreet Boys. It kind you know? of
0: does, yeah, yeah. But anyway,
1: we've got uh, Nick Carter as Brody in this, and he—he's not the star. He's like the bully. He's the neighborhood bully, mm-hmm. and um, the movie starts out pretty much right off the 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 bang with a with a prank, and uh, Nick Carter, who's a bully, and for whatever reason, you've seen this before too, when people like Backstreet Boys. uh... Or in sync when those boy band kind of guys have to play like a, a tough guy in a movie, they they wind up kind of talking uh, unintentionally like a like a feminine hood woman. I'd never understood that. You know that? You know what I'm talking about though. Like this is hey, this is Sleepy Hollow. We live in the spookiest town in the world. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. It's like Nick Carter. You don't talk like that. No, not at all. But anyway, Nick Carter uh, is talking about uh, daring someone to stick their hand into the mausoleum. And he goes, fine, you, you guys are too scared that I'm going to do it. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, really, for a Backstreet Boy, he's very frumpy in this movie. His, mm-hmm. it, it's That's like, a good way
0: to put it, frumpy. Because yeah. he's
1: like wearing... It's he's not wearing like baggy pants like Limp Biscuit. He's just like looks like he's wearing pants that like or his older brothers or something.
0: <laughs> right, hand me downs. I want to do a whole
1: <laughs> fanfic uh, just about the Brody character.
0: You should. I- I'm down for that.
1: But uh, so yeah, of course you know where this goes. Uh, Nick Carter sticks his hand in the mausoleum and, and is like, Oh no, something's some's really got me. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and he's acting like he's got and then everybody runs over. Oh my god, Brody, you okay? Can- you shouldn't have fell for it, you fucking dumbasses. Never. Never is his arm actually stuck. A no. hundred million champ, you know to one. Anyway, his arm wasn't stuck, he pulls out. <laughs> gotcha. Oh, Brody. <laughs> I can't believe you, Brody. This fucking idiot. So <laughs> you know, that's kind of the vibe that it's it's so weird to peg his character because He's pranky and he's kind of a bully, but he's also later in the film donating his time to pretend to be the headless horseman for like the town's haunted hayride. Yeah,
0: he has like this really large fascination with the headless horseman, yeah. Is very yeah.
1: interesting. For especially for a bully character. Like you if, yes. if I were to have written this movie, the bully character would probably be the guy who says that the town it's is lame bullshit, or he and it's bullshit. Makes fun yeah, of it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um Stacey Keach is in this as well uh Stacey, Stacey Keach you know is as everybody ever uh mm-hmm. he's um, in every movie pretty much yeah uh Chichen Chong um i'm thinking for whatever reason now i'm thinking the uh, that made for tv movie body bags Uh, oh yes
0: (laughs) with John Carpenter yeah John
1: Carpenter's body bags and Stacey Keach's. he wants to grow hair and then he winds up growing too much hair Uh, (laughs) you know spooky but uh, (laughs) he plays a character called Klaus Van Ripper which is a real person isn't it it's based off a real person right Uh, he didn't I don't know if that was his real name I could probably find out but I didn't bother looking it up you can't know everything folks (laughs) <laughs> uh, he he plays the old man in town who knows all about the legend and stuff. He's and, like the oracle, right? Right. Uh, he knows like all the town history and the family trees and all that shit. But he's based off a real person who just hangs around Sleepy Hollow who actually hung right passed away. But I mm-hmm. I met him. Uh, we went to Sleepy Hollow because it's about an hour away from where I live, and we walked around through the cemetery and we ate at the Headless Horseman diner and all this stuff, and it was cool,
0: <laughs> nice. Um,
1: but when we were in the cemetery. There was this old man who was like, "If you need to know anything about the cemetery, I'll tell you." And it was kind of <laughs> like, uh, I was like, "I don't think he works here." You know, he's like, "I just, I don't work here. I just hang around old Sleepy Hollow." You know. Uh, uh. So then, a few leaders, uh, years later, after that trip, um, somebody posted that he passed away. I was like, "Oh, I fucking know that guy!" And they were like, "Did you know?" That he was, you know, they, they used him to create Stacy Keach's character in The Hollow. That's crazy. So you so pretty much you you met the OG. I met Stacy Keach. <laughs> How about that? Yeah, this is a great little movie. It's actually kind of filled with pranks here and there. So if you're into made for TV shit, I mean, this has got a weird sort of release thing because everything about it screams made for TV ABC Family. But when you watch the uncut version, there's like brutal kills, like people getting their heads yeah. cut. And I think there's titties in it and stuff like they that, There are
0: too. titties. They, they curse a lot. Yeah. It's very
1: interesting. So I think they made it and they couldn't find anybody to release it. Then they cut it down because the only person who would release it was ABC Family. But of course, I had to be you get those titties out of there. Heavily cut. Yes. Yeah. So you get honestly, the, the cut version of this is probably fucking atrocious. Um, <laughs> probably. Because at least <laughs> with the uncut version, you have heads and titties every once in a while. Exactly. Yeah. Great prank. If you get an opportunity this season to stick your arm in something and tell tell everybody it's stuck in there for real, that's that's a good one.
0: Well, the last one I want to talk about comes from a Halloween special from Martin.
1: Far in, I am. Far in. Far in. So
0: you actually might be surprised that this is kind of my last pick, especially after talking about two heavy hitters like Roseanne and Tim. But I believe that Martin is one of the underdogs of the Halloween specials, even though he only had like two Halloween specials during his five season run of the show.
1: Well, that's just a, a symptom of us doing this too long, my man. And maybe
0: that's it. This is probably the most complex, and the most like elaborate prank I've ever seen in a sitcom. So the episode begins with Martin pretty much pulling a prank like instantly on his friends. And he's making fun of them about how easily they're, they get scared. Yeah. And so his friends had enough and they band together to create a prank to get back at him. May I ask you a and question. Have you ever
1: seen a movie Black Knight? I have. Yeah. Um, it's okay. Check out that movie Black Knight. Or not. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so uh, cut
0: to Halloween night. Martin and his friends are back at his apartment telling ghost stories. And one of them is telling like, a story about making out with a goat. Another one is telling a story about how Bush got reelected. And then uh, Martin's uh, then-girlfriend, Gina, tells a story about murder, about how a husband uh, decapitated a, a wife. And y'all, they decided— y'all,
1: y'all stop cutting your wife's fucking heads off, man. You really should stop. Y'all white people always cutting your fucking wife's heads off. <laughs> uh, is this your Martin impression? <laughs> I don't know who this is, man. This, this is anybody for all I know. <laughs> Stop cutting your fucking wives' heads off, you motherfucking white people. This is buck wild with this bullshit. Anyway, uh, Old
0: Man Ackerman gets brought up. And apparently, Old Man Ackerman used to live in Martin's apartment. And so they decided that this is a perfect time to bring out the Ouija board. There is a storm brewing outside. They turn off the lights. They light some candles. And they start to communicate with Old Man Ackerman's ghost. Yeah. And before you knew it, they actually make contact. And Old Man Ackerman is kind of, like, causing some ruckus in the apartment. And they're asking, like, why are you doing this? Why are you here? Well, the Ouija board spells out Martin as a vase, like, is smashed against the wall. Oh, which freaks shit, out. man. It freaks out
1: the entire group. Man, this fucking house is haunted, bro.
0: I, I gotta get out of here. We should do
1: a whole movie about this called Haunted House. <laughs> wait. Eddie Murphy already made that. Dang no, it. that was Haunted Mansion. <laughs> oh, that's right. I'm thinking Haunted House with the uh, the Wayans brothers. Oh yes, yeah.
0: they made a they made a couple of those. Yeah. Um. So then, before you know it, the power goes out. Everyone like vanishes because except for uh, Martin's friend Tommy, who gets possessed by Old Man Ackerman. And at this point, like the entire apartment is going crazy. The, the blinds and the windows going up and down, there are dishes flying out of the kitchen cabinets. There's a disembodied voice yelling, Martin!
1: Martin! Fartin! Fartin'
0: Martin! <laughs> and Martin is just freaking out. He's like yelling for his mom. He's grabbing whatever he can to throw at Tommy. Cause yeah. Tommy's like slowly walking towards him. And at a point where he's at his breaking point, all of his friends jump out yelling surprise and having a good laugh at his expense.
1: And did he pretend to be not scared?
0: Of course he's yeah. Martin. He's yeah. all playing it all coy. Like, ha ha. Yeah. I, I knew you guys were joking, uh, but get the fuck out of my house. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you motherfuckers. <laughs> And come to find out, it was, like, it was this guy named Charles that apparently they're all friends with. Just some random white guy who, like, rigged all these special effects in his apartment. Like, I guess when Martin was randomly out of his apartment. Goddamn.
1: Every, I don't know how that worked Every out. white guy you meet is a special effects horror makeup enthusiast. Right? Fucking bullshit. Michael Jackson, Stan Winston. Let me ask you a question. Does uh, does Teen Angel have a Halloween special? They do. Wow. But unfortunately,
0: there are no Halloween pranks in it. What's I mean, what's the deal with that, though? Well, they end up turning this frog into a human to date the main character's mom and they have, like, Until Midnight. That
1: sounds like a prank. I guess it kind of does, doesn't it? Yeah. What do they do? They turn somebody into a frog? So... Why is he using angel powers to do bad things?
0: Uh, it's That's Teen Angel for you. I mean, every every episode focuses on him using his, his angel powers, but he just always fucks something up. Well, I guess... Uh, I think his name is Stan, or Steve's mom, uh, is very lonely, and... There's only one way that they'll let uh, Steve go out on Halloween, as if like she had a date to go to this party. So they make this, f- they turn this frog into a human, or it's a dog? It's a dog that they turn into a human, and they have until midnight on Halloween before the dog turns back into a
1: dog. It, it's so weird that you couldn't figure out if it was a dog or a frog because they rhyme. Well, here's the thing: because Sabrina
0: has a very similar. Uh, plot. Oh, and did she a have a similar episode? Was there ever? Uh, yeah.
1: Did Teenage Will ever cross over with other shows?
0: Yes, it so did. So, what show
1: did they cross over with?
0: They crossed over because they had this uh, little TGIF crossover that was called like Time Ball or Time Warp or something. Right. So each show would go back into different a different time, and uh, Salem was in every single episode. Wow. And because uh, he had like he swallowed this time ball or whatever it was. And uh, I think Teen Angel went back to like the 60s where they just did nothing but smoke weed and fuck. I think that's what it was about.
1: So it's easy to say that Teen Angel exists in the universe. This Teen Angel Halloween episode specifically exists in the universe of Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Is that what you're telling me? 100%.
0: Yep, absolutely. Woo,
1: boy. Okay, wait, okay. So he he kind of pranks his mom by turning a dog into a human yes and and then what's probably can i predict how it goes go for it. all right um the mom fucks the guy and then (laughs) teen angel runs into the room and turns all the lights on and goes mom you just fucked a dog
0: and then she looks over and then the dog is next to her yeah
1: (whistles) yeah little tim the tool man uh so is that what happened
0: uh, no, they, they're at the dance and it's almost midnight and they're trying to get the dog away from the mom. Uh, but it doesn't happen in time, of course. And, uh, yeah, there
1: you go. That's a pretty good prank. Actually though. Halloween prank. If you could turn it a kind dog, of is. Yeah, turn somebody into a dog and then somebody have sex with that person and then reveal <laughs> that it was a dog. Did, uh, let me ask you a question about this, uh, this wonderful Halloween episode of Teen Angel. Um, Okay when he, when the guy was turned into the dog was turned into a guy did he retain any dog personality traits like, was yes, he licking majority, himself and majority stuff? majority of
0: the time. Yes, he was licking his asshole. Like, it was it was a whole thing that they had to, like, try to train him to be more yeah, human yeah. or pass off as a human. So what
1: was he doing? Was he, like, scratching his ear or something? Yeah, yeah. scratching
0: his ear, licking, uh, running out after cats, trying to play fetch. Yeah. The typical kind of funny sitcom jabs. Yeah,
1: yeah, okay, okay. I cool. That one I could predict from a mile away. That's of why course. you have to write the line that, you know, she goes to bed with them. Right. And then it turns into midnight. Oh my God. What if it turns into midnight while they're in the middle of it?
0: Oh my God, Jamie. I don't know if I want that visual in my head at all. And and now you put that visual in all of our listeners head. I'm sorry. I did not mean to do that. This is all Jamie. All right, you can write fine. all let your let hate it. mail
1: and emails to J dog. Let me apologize. Let me take my
0: Okay. Let me put some piano music real quick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Here, yeah, you go. Some Here some we stuff. go. Here
1: we go. Here we go. I'm, I am. I am sorry. i uh for everything I said and everything like that. I am sorry, and I don't. You know, I don't want you to be like mad or anything like that. So I for the deep. Uh, was it the deepest part of my heart? I am sorry, um, to you. So that's my apology, and uh, you could take it or you could fucking leave it. <laughs> Now
0: go to jail, (laughs) J-Dog. Well there you have it A list of our favorite Halloween pranks From 90s sitcoms and movies Uh, I know there are a bunch of Halloween pranks out there So if you have any that come straight to your mind Please DM us on Instagram And we might talk about that On a future uh, episode Of maybe the Half Halloween Podcast The Half
1: Halloween Podcast?
0: Yeah, which is going to come up in the next six months
1: What are you talking about? (laughs) We haven't even finished this one. <laughs> hey, man, I'm always trying to plan ahead. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, you didn't bring up When Good Ghouls Go Bad.
0: I know. I, I've been wanting to bring that up for quite some time, but I would prefer to focus like a full episode on that
1: because it deserves it. Maybe that double feature with uh, the hollow. Ooh, you know? I could definitely see that. It would be hard to do a full near hour on both of those that's true
0: well maybe during the half
1: halloween season we can
0: cover them both
1: oh my god it's all or nothing you gotta do christmas in july yep you have to do halfway to kwanzaa in sure why don't why don't you do halfway to hanukkah
0: <laughs> we should <laughs> yeah we really hope that you have had a great halloween season Uh, I know we're just a few days away uh, from Halloween night itself. So we're hoping that you get to hand out some candy this year. You're going to a great Halloween party. Uh, We want to see all of your uh, decorations along with whoever you're dressing up as this year. So definitely tag us in those photos if you're going to put them on Facebook or Instagram. Um, And thank you for hanging out with us. I think it was a pretty good forever boogus Halloween season.
1: You know, every time... You get ready for a Halloween season. You don't know what's going to be in the store, and you know, frankly, I thought we were going to find Brian Laundry this Halloween season, me too.
0: And I thought Dog was going to be the one.
1: Well, I got—I got to tell you—I got kind of focused on uh, uh, <laughs> other things at the time. Uh, you know, I, I know it, I said I was going to get him, and uh, I didn't. I know that makes me look like a fraud, um, but I have exciting news. I've got a new show coming up with Zach Baggins. Oh, is that Um, right, Dog? Yeah.
0: Can you elaborate on that? Do you have enough information that you can tell us more about it?
1: I don't know, but uh, did we do this bit in the last episode? I can't remember.
0: I don't think we did, Dog. I think this is your first time on the show. This is my
1: first time doing this bit? Yes. Okay. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Get down with the sickness until next time, guys.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Always remember to be kind. Rewind. And we'll all, I guess, be down with the sickness then, We'll all be down with the sickness. Yeah! Oh? Uh. Uh.